My name is Colby. And my name's Chris. We're both from Indian River County, Florida, and are starting this podcast to talk about fun topics to have a good laugh. Welcome to the Glendale Guys. You know what I hate about shopping? Nothing! I love shopping at EB Games. Welcome back to Smooth Jazz Radio 96. Po- oh, sorry. Hang on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wrong, 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 channel. Wrong, wrong channel. Wrong channel. That was my, that was our other podcast, Smooth Jazz by CNC. Mm. Uh, you can look it up anytime. It's a, it's a great, wonderful jazz podcast. Yeah. We come on right after Ron Burgundy and his jazz flute. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing we started nine years ago. It's actually had zero listens, which is kind of incredible that no one has ever listened to it. Yeah, but like nobody. Nine has. years strong. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Well, welcome back to the uh, another episode of Glendale Guys, and we thought this week could be dedicated to something really fun, which is our hometown mall and the history and the fun stories that we have from it. And we're, of course, talking about the Indian River Mall, uh, which was actually, when we think back about it, man, that was a pretty big deal when that opened, which happened in 1996, by the way. It it was. I, I, I vaguely remember it opening. I more so remember the Toys R Us outside of it opening. Yes. But, but I, I remember, I mean, it was, it's, it's a decent sized mall, too. It's a big mall. Now, here's a before we even get into the the actual mall and all the stories and stores we remember from it. Do you remember the old Vero Beach Mall? Yeah. So the old Vero Beach Mall is, was off of US One and Twelfth Street, which is now uh, Publix Plaza, Planet Fitness, and a few other things. Right. I. I Oh, I was going to say, I, I remember um, it was like closing week. It might have even been one of the last days. And I remember mom and I going there and just trying to scoop up some like really cheap deals on clothes on the last few days. There was a Big Apple, uh, the first store when you walk in, super small. It was like, uh, I don't even know if there was even really places to sit, but I remember that was my first experience with with Big Apple, and then right next to Big Apple was the arcade, which is I remember really well because that was the time where uh, my brother and sister are five years older, and my mom got mad at my brother because he let me play Mortal Kombat, and I, was, <laughs> I, I couldn't have been older than three, so that was that was a fun time. But but you talk about like the opening and. So many fond memories of you had obviously the Toys R Us, like you mentioned, huge deal that opened up in Vero. Oh yeah, as as kids, and we couldn't have been older than seven or eight at that time. Yeah, it's probably um, right. Right, and then you had the Circuit City next to it. Oh yeah. Uh, Uh, so good. And then 
you had, as I'm looking back at the history, because there are a lot of changes over the last 20 years, which is kind of amazing. But the original anchors to the store are J.C. Penney, Sears, Dillard's, and Burdines. Um, wow. And obviously, I, I forgot about Burdines. I think I'm trying to remember who took over Burdines. It must have been so, Macy's. Yeah, you're you're actually correct. Now, guess the year that Macy's took over. Um, I'm going to say... Oh two, ooh oh five. It was close. Dang. Dang, it was close. Now, okay, here's a. I'm gonna quiz you on a few random stores, and I'm gonna see if you remember them. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, what was the Italian restaurant that was at the very front of the mall, like the main oh, entrance of gosh. the mall? Um, I don't remember what it was. I just remember what went in after it. Which was R.J. Gator? Correct. Okay. So it was uh, Gaetano's. Ah, uh, okay. The old, yep. and we're, which was crazy because, like, and I, I'm so excited to hear about some of your memories, but the um, I vividly remember after my first communion having, like, a, like a, a lunch there with friends and family that were invited. Uh-huh. Uh, like, almost... Like I shouldn't remember this type of stuff. Like I, I didn't remember having a great time at your 18th birthday at Islands of Adventure. <laughs> but, but, but I, re- I remember the layout of the freaking Gaetano's restaurant. <laughs> so the important cr- stuff. The important stuff. What? Okay. So just going off of that, when you kind of picture the mall in we can say kind of the glory years. So us as kids and kind of going through I was early teenager high school, what, what stores really stick out in your mind? Um, so during, during the high school years for me, um, it was primarily PacSun. Yeah. Um, that was the main one. Um, gamers, uh, which was not, not, sorry, not gamers, not game. Um, EB, EB, which was the competitor of GameStop at the time. Right. Right. Yep. And um, I'm trying to think of, I mean, your, your typical other ones, like, you know, we had Aeropostale. I think Hollister had just gone in around high school time. Mm-hmm. Um, American Eagle was in there. But I would say, I would say uh, EB and, and PacSun were my two main. They were the... God, the amount of money we must have spent at PacSun. Mm. We were, and it's it's crazy to think about too. Back then, that PacSun, I remember getting bullhead jeans, which oh. was there, and it was like two pairs for fifty dollars. Yeah, and then you could go and you could get two shirts, like so either Billabong, Quicksilver, Fox Racing, two shirts for twenty five dollars. Now, That's if you great. were to walk in at PacSun, you're gonna pay like thirty, forty dollars for one shirt. And easily probably sixty, seventy, eighty dollars for a period. I remember off of, you know, like the fun parts, honestly, of back to school shopping was going to PacSun in high school with the exact stuff you're talking about. And my version of that was like Element. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, it was just that was a. I think that was a blast. And you were talking about some of those old stores. Do you remember the name? Because I don't remember the name of the hobby store 
that was open when we were super young. It only I, lasted a few years. I I don't. I always refer to it as gamers. Yes. Um, that okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. But, I got you. But I don't think it was gamers. The the store that we're both talking about right now to paint a little bit of a picture was a legit probably at that time eight or nine year olds kids dream. Mm. So it, mm-hmm. I mean, you could or come in. They had Pokemon cards, which were huge at the time. And then you could also custom order uh, Beyblades, mm-hmm. which is the classic uh, top game where you spin and try to get your opponent uh, more or less out of the ring. So I remember, oh God, the, we were in there a ton. Oh, as yeah. Kids. Oh, yeah. A ton. And I remember custom ordering like the Japanese versions of Beyblades well before they came to the U.S., mm-hmm. uh, which was a competitive advantage for me. Yes, it was. <laughs> with, with the uh, crappy plastic American. I've, honestly, man, I probably should Venmo you some money because I feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I vividly remember you ordering that, getting it in for the first time. I'm pretty sure we were at your house and... I, I don't remember which one I had, one of my tops, but but it was probably one of my favorite Beyblades. And we went up against each other for the first time. And yours hit mine one time, and it just exploded into pieces. <laughs> like, so terrible. Like, not even, like, broke apart to, like, ah, you can just put it back together. No, it, it effing broke into pieces. <laughs> terrible, man. Like, <laughs> I, feel, I honestly feel bad now, and... Uh, the total aside is like we talk about Beyblade. One of my my wife's cousins' sons, so just relatives. We were at their house in Orlando about a year ago, and they're you know younger, maybe eight or nine. And the kid goes, "You do you want to play Beyblades?" And I'm like, "Holy shit! Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is great!" And I did not hold back. Like right, I, I mean, I let it rip like that Dude. stuff. I I remember you had the special like grip launchers. Oh yeah. And I was just playing with the little rinky dink one you hold in your two fingers and burp, pull. <laughs> <laughs> well, like and then it was it was great because you know, I I can't imagine. I I bet you if there was a more like articulate history of shops in the mall we'd be able to get a date. But I would guess that that store opened in 96 with the mall and probably closed in 02 at the latest. Yeah. Like maybe 03 because I just don't remember it being around for that long. No, no. And I, I, I have a few memories of, of being inside that store. Um, but yeah, I know. Same thing. I, I don't I don't think it last, lasted very long. There was – I know I've brought this up to you a few other times. So – you would have in the main entrance walked in and then gone to the left and gamers would have been on your right. Uh, there was another store that was closer to PacSun down the left side of the mall. That was a Japanese import slash used game store. And I feel like I'm crazy when I'm talking to people about it because that's actually, um, it, it had to have been and it couldn't have lasted past 99 because I remember buying a few Super Nintendo games from there mm-hmm. and also seeing very vividly the Japanese versions of 
gold and silver ah. of Pokemon. And that to me was like, like, I don't even think we discovered eBay yet. Like that to me was like nuts. Just the right. fact that that existed. Do you remember that store at I, all? I don't. I don't. I'm just, honestly, I'm sitting here trying to think of, so I, I just, I remember gamers, but I don't remember like, what was it? Yes, I got you. So, yeah, so I, it, it sounds like it would have been similar to what you were describing, um, but I don't think that was it, of course. But no, I, I don't, I don't remember that store at all. It's so, it's a, if anyone is listening and remembers some of these old stores, please message us because we would love to know some of those kind of, you know, bring back probably a ton of memories, but oh, yeah. at, the, it's at the same time, answer those questions. But, um, you know, obviously as we kind of think about the, the mall overall, I think one of the crazy things I remember doing a ton, especially going up probably up until high school and a little bit during was the arcade. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to say, man, I remember the food court having a ton of options and then the arcade. I don't think from what I remember, there was really any ticket machines. It was true like cabinet arcade games that we love to play. Right. Yeah. No, no, exactly. And I haven't been in the arcade actually recently to see what, what it's like anymore. Um, but yeah, no, it's still there. I think that's kind of one of the anchors. It's probably that arcade is actually probably owned by the mall itself. So it's not going anywhere. Is that, you think that's why it hasn't closed down just yet? I think so. Cause there's no way that it's, it's an okay size arcade. It's not huge, but I don't see them turning enough profit to keep that place open for this long. So I think well, it's, I think it's kind of one of those little extra space in the mall and the mall itself owns that piece. You know, if, okay. Th- now thinking back, cause we're in the food court area. So mm. to kind of comp- encompass everybody, you would have walked in and more or less straight ahead, probably if, you know, I'd say a few hundred feet would have been the food court. So what, what stand or what section of the food court do you remember the most? Um, so I'm trying to actually remember the entire layout of it. Yep. Um, so there was a, um, all right. So if you're facing, facing forward with the entrance to your back, uh, I remember first place on the left was a Barney's coffee. Um, okay. Then I remember. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then it turned into a Starbucks and then, then it went into like a Best Buy mobile shop and now it's like an iPhone fix it place. Dude, how did I forget that was, man, that was Barney's for a long time. It was, it was up until probably about high school is when it changed. Wow. Um, Next to that was the Walden Books, Mm -hmm. Um, now Books a Million. Next to that was a, um, it was like a, it was like a sports memorabilia, you know, jersey hats. Yes. And then, and then the first restaurant on the corner, I don't remember if it was something different originally, but I remember Dairy Queen. Which was, I, I don't remember anything else being there. Right, yeah, so I'm thinking it had to have been Dairy Queen. So I remember Dairy Queen, uh, yep. Subway, yep. Uh, Chick-fil-A, Classic. Villa Pizza. That's been there forever. So of, of those so far, Chick-fil-A and Villa Pizza are still there. Um, yep. And then there was on the corner, 
it was always like a healthier, healthier kind of eating place. I don't remember what was on the corner next to the arcade. Yep. And then it went uh, Asian Chow. And then it was uh, a Flamers. I I was just trying to remember the burger. Yeah. Because I ate at Flamers a good amount. Yeah, I think there was um, there's the Flamers, and then on the very corner there was almost like a frozen yogurt place. Mm, um, I don't remember that because that turned into like a jewelry store, right? Yeah, like the corner. Yeah, so now the corner and where Flame Flamers was turned into a case jeweler, and yep. then down, I'll call it the right side corridor. I think there it was one of those um, those cookie shops not too far away. Oh yeah. So okay, as we kind of navigate that way. You would have been, if you're walking back toward the front entrance and you're back in the food court, you would have been looking at, I believe it's a sharper image on the corner. Yes. If you remember the sharper image. And oh, then, yeah. That, that was, so when that, when the mall opened, I remember the right-hand side being like a lot of really neat interactive stores because across the way was like the, uh, was it the Discovery yeah. Earth? Yep. store yeah so it was kind of like the almost like the science store um yes which whenever the mall first opened that was my favorite store but Bes- oh really besides you know of course the game and stuff yeah but yeah i love that one because that was the one that you go in and you just had um you know that orb you can put your hand on and it like shocks your hand and I had a bunch right. of dinosaur stuff in there and it, it was pretty interesting you're telling me that was the orb was for your hand Oh yes. So this is awkward. I can't believe I put my hands <laughs> on that. I I I put other. So as we kept walking down that that whole corridor, this was the this was the part that I know I struggled with the most and looking back at my memory because I there yeah. was a a few clothing stores that I don't feel like I ever went into. Same. Uh right. I uh, um Charlotte Russe is one of them. Yep. And I, it was right over there. And I, I could be wrong. I don't think that was originally Charlotte Russe. Really? I don't think it was. I could be wrong. I think it was something else first. Interesting. Uh, but but they had, I, I'm trying to remember if it was down that corridor, almost maybe across from that was the Disney store. Yes. Yes. And then, and then whenever that closed, that turned into a Build-A-Bear. Right. Which, by the way, I applied to... And did not get a job there. Cheers. I did not get a job at the at the build build a bear. I did not meet the build a bear quality of an employee. Yeah. So you should con- you should contact them. And be like, hey, <laughs> you want to look at my resume? Look, I don't, I don't know what to tell you now. I mean, sucks to be you. I guess you missed out <laughs> on a star employee. The um, well, so in as I'm looking at, there's not too many facts when it comes to the mall. But in 2008, Gap. Disney Store and RJ Gators all closed in the same year. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was obviously a, a tough pair, a tough year, tough pair. What the hell? <laughs> a tough year. Uh, so, but like as you get further and further down on that right hand side, I remember less and less the the things that I I think stand out at the very edge before you got to one of those anchor stores. I remember there being a surf store. Yeah. Like, do you remember the surf store? I, I remember a girlfriend of mine worked there for a little while. Right. That was cool. That was cool. And then across the way, 
they had like a random puppy store. Yeah, I vaguely remember that too. So so going off of the surf shop, I don't know if you remember, but I can't remember which which side of the corridor it was on. But Pac Sun originally, um, of course it was Pacific Sunwear. Um in the mall, it was a very small it was just a regular size store. It wasn't the size that it was then. Um, and it said Pacific Sunwear. And you would literally, I remember vividly walking in. They had waves painted on the ceiling. And it was just uh, bathing suits. It was like nothing but what? bathing suits. Yeah. There was like maybe some t-shirts. But it was like one side, very small side was women's. One side was men's. No shoes, no hats. It was literally just bathing suits. It was Pacific somewhere. Dude, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I remember a few times going in there with mom um, to get bathing suits for, for the summer. And I, I remember whenever they moved, it was like, oh, where'd they move? And then they abbreviated the name to PacSun. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, I don't remember that at all. Okay, so that's... Man, say the amount of time I very well remember Paxson as it sat for what we were talking about at the very beginning. I don't remember that one at all. Oh, yeah. So as we kind of draw back, I guess you can say we're back in the food court area. So we're going back toward TGI Fridays, mm-hmm. AMC area. Mm. I, you know, what's funny. I think it's because I haven't been in TGI uh, Fridays for, I would say at least five or six years is the last time I've been in there. Huh? I rem- do you remember the TVs in the booths? Oh yeah. No, it was always one of those things that you would always ask, Hey, can I get a TV table? And it was oh, like, it was what? Like a little 14, 15 inch tube television. I mean, could not have been bigger than that. And, and thinking about it too, like you're eating your food, and yeah, greasy, nasty hands, and you're touching the TV right after someone else touches it. You know, they don't wipe those things down. Thousand percent. And at the time, probably didn't care. Now, nope. there's no chance we would sit at that booth. <laughs> no. Or, <laughs> or if we do, we're not touching touching anything to change the channel. Legit. It, it's so funny, man, because you think about it, it's like I I know I know with. Uh, my wife, it's like, did, are you for real? We're not sitting anywhere near there. And like my 16 year old self would have been like, let's go TV booth. <laughs> like if you got that table and you were in high school and you had like your girlfriend there, like you felt cool. Oh my God. You definitely felt cool. No, dude, I'll tell you what it's, it's so, f- I know we've talked about this once or twice. It's not that long. I mean, it's like 10 years ago, essentially, for us. Maybe a little longer now, which is sad to admit. But, like, <laughs> like about 10, 11 years ago, like, that was the thing to do when you were, like, 15, 16, 17. Like, everyone went to the mall, hung out, got dinner somewhere at the food court at TGI Fridays, and saw a movie. Like, yeah. that was the thing. Yeah, and that's what – and what I, I vividly remember is, you know, always waiting for your group of friends outside of the mall. <clears throat> and, I mean, how many people do you think there had to be whenever it was a Friday night? Like, at least 100, 150, maybe more? I – you're so funny about that. It was almost like the parent drop-off pickup yes. line before you could drive, right? Around right. the backside of AMC. And I remember struggling to find you and some of our other friends because of how packed 
it was out there. Right. And it was like, I don't know about, about you or anybody else, but depending on, it, it was like right on the verge of just kind of getting my first cell phone. So it's not like, yes. so I wasn't texting. It was calling people. Then it was loud. It was like, so you couldn't hear your phone. They couldn't hear your phone. So many people. Um, but yeah, I remember uh, the security guards walking around and then eventually the security guards saying um, you couldn't have more than five people in a group when you were walking through the mall. I forgot about that. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's strange. But yeah, no, I, I remember, I think ninth, ninth grade, my first date was actually, I think we grabbed probably dinner at TGI Fridays and then went to a movie. Class. I mean, it's like, it really was. That was the thing to do. And total sidebar, as you're talking about cell phone, ninth grade, ninth grade, one of the middle kiosks in the mall right by the candy store, which didn't want to skip over because that was a clutch move. I, I did that every time Yeah, before a movie. And then luckily, when going on dates, you just asked your girlfriend to put the candy in her purse and it worked every time. So thank you to all of those girls that helped out with that. The two of them that I'm talking about, but like, but you know, it's funny though, that kiosk, as you talk about like the memories aspect, one of them at the very beginning was a singular wireless. Oh yeah. And I remember getting my first flip phone at singular wireless there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and you were right though. Cause it's like, yeah. Talk about the difference too. Like not only that, but like, your parents just dropped you off and then they picked you up at the time that you said you would be ready to get going. So like, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I know. It was, man, I, I, I love to go back and relive just one of those days to experience like it, it was on the, the verge of life and technology becoming complicated, but it, yes. but it was, it was still at that simple point Yes, uh, where you really didn't have to worry too, too much. It was, you know, we're talking about this at, at our time travel episode. Like, I know my, I remember you asked the question about, you know, the, the, like, what time frame would you want to go back to and kind of live through? Mm-hmm. Mine was it's more or less, I equate it to that. It's like, you just, you didn't have to worry about, you know, anything in terms of having a cell phone to really mess, like, be on you or be distracted like right you just showed up you had a good time you know yeah yeah when everyone was using house phones and if you lived near your friends you just ride your bike see if their bike was outside and knew that they were home that was that was awesome man now i'm trying to think back there's obviously been just so too many changes to keep track of which is obviously sad for us to kind of talk about but just overall the the Toys R Us closed, I mean, a long time ago outside. Yeah, yeah, it did. I think that was kind of the start of everything kind of starting to fall apart. You would you would almost say that's that was the first right kind of trigger, right? It right. Was, that had to have been no later than two thousand six, I would imagine. Right, yeah. Maybe two, like it didn't. I mean, it was maybe around for seven years. Yeah, and then um, and then Circuit City was close behind that. I think. Yep. Um, Circuit City, where I got my radio installed in my Honda Accord and picked up Lincoln Park CDs. I remember us going there actually and waiting for Black Friday at Circuit City. What? 
When was that? That had to literally have been that had to have been freshman year because I think every other year after that was pretty much Best Buy. Like I remember senior year was Best Buy. We should do a whole Black Friday episode, by the way, of just like memories, (laughs) just memories from. We have so many of them, but like, you know, it's it's funny though. I don't remember the Circuit City version. That had to have been. Yeah, you're right. Like we had to have been 14 max. Yeah, and maybe we weren't even in high school. Maybe yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was freshman year. Maybe it was eighth grade. If God, it really would though. Like. As we talk about like things to relive, I would probably pay a good amount of money to go back and just relive that day. Like you imagine walking into that Circuit City in like 2004, like how how crazy that must have been, right? I you I know, know. And what's funny is we talk about it all the time. Speaking of Black Friday, is the um, Caitlin and I waiting at Target, and we were first in line at Target one year, and we were waiting on a 40 inch TV. And we were so excited because it was a 40-inch TV for $300. Oh, my God. And it's like now you can get a 55-inch LCD smart TV for $300. <laughs> yeah, I know. It costs you no money. Yeah. I know. I know. Anyway, even though talking about that, I, I think what I re- recollect about kind of the start of the downfall, to me, I remember not even Best Buy, not even Circuit City, Sears was where we got a lot of our electronics oh, yeah. back in the day. Yep. And I remember working uh, with my dad one summer and we got my own kind of, you know, could not, it probably was from the TGIF uh, <laughs> booth, that type of TV yeah, screen. Yeah. That was mine. But like, uh, I remember coming back, I couldn't have been still in high school and all that stuff started to go away. You know, they right. started, they stopped selling electronics. And so, uh, but I, I remember Sears electronics extremely well. Yeah. You know, that was a big deal. I remember getting, uh, I can't remember what birthday it was, but my grandmother took me and we went to, uh, every year it would, she'd give me like, you know, a hundred, 150 bucks, which back then was a good amount of money. And, Hell uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and it was like a little a spending spree. So we'd hit Toys R Us, and then we'd go to Sears. And I remember going to Sears, and I think getting like, I can't remember what, but it was one of the Pokemon games from from Sears. I remember buying it there. No way, that's classic. Yeah. That's classic. Well, as I'm kind of looking at some of these fast facts and just articles, so in 2017, the mall was sold to a New York firm for only $12 million dollars. Uh, there was a, that, that kind of, what was it? Almost a handshake deal a few years later, uh, yeah. that exchanged hands for really not, if anything, like a dollar Yeah, I, just to take over the lease. Yeah. So it was, it was a hundred dollars is what the gr- agreed oh. upon price was. It, it was a hundred dollars. And then they were of course taking on the, all the financial responsibilities. Goodness. And you kind of wonder after the uh, what happens with COVID-19 and you know hopefully we're all able to resume some sort of normalcy uh not too long from now but even even if you can uh, a place like the mall you know how is it really going to hang on and survive because it you know as we talk fondly about all the memories you know just don't want those to go away but you kind of wonder just the overall decline and I know there's been a few recent articles that I looked up beforehand about 
and we've talked a lot about this about what a reborn mall could look like as kind of more of like a neighborhood uh tenant of local goods versus your national brands but um it'll be interesting to see kind of how they they change and develop over the next few years yeah yeah i'm i'm interested to see how that works out i i could see it going one of two ways i could see uh, all this going on right now being the end of the ball and really putting stores out mm-hmm. or uh, like we were saying you know they're turning that sears supposedly turning in the old sears into almost sounds like going to be an indoor flea market where you have your own stalls small business oriented um, that that kind of stuff, which could be cool. Um, you can jam in, you know, a couple, I don't know, a hundred different vendors in there, and hopefully it's not all crap. Hopefully it's some good stuff to get some foot traffic. But uh, but yeah, I, you know, I want sorry. One other one other thing that's funny that just yeah. popped in my head. I remember about the mall in its heyday. Um, I think it was once a month they had a. A sports card trading, uh, like a, a show in the mall. Yes. So I remember going to those, and I remember getting my my first Chipper Jones rookie card that nice. my parents bought me. And uh, yeah, yeah, and they don't they don't really do those things anymore. No, I, that's a great idea to bring back. You know, it's funny you say that. Talk about random memories popping up. That that sports collectible store. There was a. Uh, Reggie Nelson, who is a former Florida Gator and first round pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars, signed uh, some autographs there one day. Uh, could not have been more excited that you know someone like that was in town. But just the fact that someone was there doing an event like that. So you know how how they develop, and you know eventually, if you have any ideas of what Colby and I could sell as part of that flea market, uh, just send us in. Send us in, uh, some ideas. Yeah, we know? might just start like a small Applebee's to go kiosk. Which was my next idea. Yes. Oh, perfect. Yes. Applebee's, where the kiosks are hot and the food is cold. Sort of <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, we'll just. I think there's like a. There's, maybe we just do a total knockoff brand. And there's a store I think at like Disney World where they just they're just literal dicks to you. Like the servers yeah. are jerks on purpose. So it, we could just be those guys. Yeah. And so that restaurant is called Dick's Last Resort. <laughs> is it, it really? Is. Yeah. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, Dick's Last Resort. So everyone there is a complete ass to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's called Dick's Last Resort. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, when you said spinoff, I thought you were talking about a spinoff. Unless you are, a spinoff of Applebee's. We'll just call it Apple Seas. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, that works, right? too. <laughs> that works even better. Our f- it's like Apple Seas, where our food grade is also the letter C. <laughs> You know, you never know. You get what you pay for. Uh, you get what you pay for, and we're going to be complete dicks to you. And it, yes, it is going to be overpriced, and I, we hope you like it. <laughs> yeah. Yo, well, you know what? That was I honestly love talking about kind of like the aspects of the hometown that we both grew up in. And not only that, but the mall is just, it, we just kept coming back to it as like a common thing that we just went to and explored and had so much fun times at. It's fun to kind of walk down memory lane and please do if, if anyone remembers all these old stores and has other memories or 
they remember some of the old game stores, please send us some messages. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, if you find us on uh, Facebook under Glendale Guys, follow our page and you can uh, leave some comments, send us a message, let us know. I love it. All right, ma'am. Well, that was a fun one. Well, we're looking forward to, you know, maybe we record a Black Friday one soon. Maybe we do that closer. We'll we'll find another topic and hit one up next week. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I'm uh, I, I'm amped that uh, whenever episode number ten comes up, that's gonna be fun. I think I think we're Ooh. I think we're at what number six right now. So we got a few more. This, I think this is six. So uh, oh, number ten is gonna be a lot of fun. Get ready for number ten, everyone. It's gonna it's be gonna a, be a blast. A blasty blast. We'll just leave it at that. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye.